0: Calling all baby faces and heels alike. Welcome to the Working Fans Podcast, your place for all things comedy, combat, and wrestling. Reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Working Fans Podcast, or you can email us at Working Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. If you're an audio listener, we encourage you to check out our YouTube. Wherever you listen, please make sure you like, rate, review, and subscribe. But for now, please enjoy this episode of the Working Fans Podcast.
1: We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F O U R, the number's 82 Designs. 482 Designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F O U R 82 Designs at F O U R 82 Designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, go to four82 designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs.
2: First off, if the light years look better than our first one. Also, the survived the washer and dryer, they look good, and they're good quality.
1: Nice, and those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing, and luckily we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans, but that's F-O-U-R 8-2 Designs.
2: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Working Fans Podcast Combat Cast Edition. We're live, and Chevy has a question for me, that's fine. <laughs> I just wanted
0: to look up what our upcoming things for the week were.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Joe wants us to do
2: that. Very good. good yeah, man. I have them right Good
0: man. All right. So let's see. We have coming up for the rest of the month. We have on October twenty third, we're gonna be releasing the preview for UFC Fight Night one ninety six. And then at the end of the month for October thirtieth, we're gonna have our show for the huge UFC pay per view two sixty seven, which we're we're all very excited for.
2: Yes, yes, that's the one that's free, I believe.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. earlier, right?
2: Yes, it is earlier, yes. too. So. Which we always love those here on the I, East Coast. I love those. <laughs> so let me talk a little bit about this weekend's fight night. It's not like the most stacked card, but it is an interesting couple fights. Let's get to the main event first. Aspen Ladd and Norma Dumont. I don't know a lot about Norma Dumont, but she's in this main event. Yeah, I, I'm not... Uh, Featherweight, she, by the way. Yeah, I did see that, which
0: will help Aspen Lad make weight, I hope. Okay, if yeah. she misses this... I'll oh, God. She's probably cut. I know that she is a prospect, but you can only have so many weight issues in the UFC. Norma, I don't know that much about her. I don't know if I've actually seen any any of her fights in the UFC. Mm. But I know that she's a prospect, I and mean, she she has fights, so it's hard to call her a prospect.
2: But she's beaten Felicia Spencer, Ashley Evans Smith. And she's 2-1. and one. She actually lost her first one to Megan Anderson. She got KO'd in the first round of that one. Well, that's a so. tough fight. But she, if she beat Felicia Spencer, mm-hmm. Felicia Spencer went five rounds with Cyborg, I think. So. True. She probably just got caught, you know, in the Megan fight. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, split the season. So she's a natural featherweight, I would appear. She's been fighting at featherweight. Maybe Aspen should be fighting at featherweight. But she doesn't always look at me like a big girl. But she's... It's funny because I showed you something this day as we were talking. Like... She's interested in fighting at featherweight, I think, because there's not a ton of fighters at that for women right now. And she thinks that they might try to get Kayla Harrison here, which obviously Kayla's been... What's that? Big name. Big name, right. And Kayla's been fighting, I think, at 155, actually, right? In PFL?
0: Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I mean, I'm assuming Kayla can hopefully make featherweight because obviously there's not going to be any lightweights. At UFC, but you know you get Kayla Harrison and maybe Aspen Lad as a prospect. You know can get a win, and then you know you have a couple of different fights for Nunez. You know it, it could be something. You know I, I'd like to see UFC put a little effort in this women's featherweight division and come up with something. Right, I,
0: I think they're just worried that the talent is, uh, you know, pretty spread out. And yeah, not it wouldn't be a very deep division. But yeah, I mean we need someone to contend with. Amanda mean nunes, yeah. Absolutely. She's just gonna beat up Holly Holman during Deman Durandame over and over, like nobody wants to see that.
2: No. When I'm looking at this co main event, Carlos Felipe, you're telling me, got a dad bod. I'm looking at oh, yeah. his his victories. He's beaten Jorge Di Castro, Justin Taffa and Jake Collier. So decisions in a lot of these, he's he lost a majority decision, so he hasn't really been finish. That was his only loss,
0: too. Right. Those are um, some heavy hitters, too, you just named off. DeCastro yeah. and, and... What's his name? What was the second one? Taffa? Taffa, yeah. yeah. He's a he's
2: a huge heavy hitter. But, I mean, he's fighting Andre Oh, well, I think in some ways, he's obviously not in his prime, but, man, this guy knows how to stick around, and he stays competitive at his age. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? The experience of Arvaloski gets it done, or I feel like we're going to distance here, possibly. But it's heavyweight. It's hard, yeah, because it's heavyweight. Arlovsky, I just feel like he's
0: always learning something new, even though, you know, he is older, so he's getting slower, and he has been knocked out a few times, so um, his chin is a little bit suspect. But I feel like he might have, you know, the savvy vet skills to get the decision it's also possible he just gets knocked out because Felipe has pretty good hands and he's not getting knocked out, so... No.
2: Well, it's heavyweight. He could, but I don't see that happening. These are two heavyweights that have gone to decision in their career quite a bit, too, so... You know, one other fight you had told me to look out for on the prelims, too, is this gentleman, Nate Landwehr, and he's got a fight with a guy I'm not too familiar with. It looks like Ludvoigt Klein. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page here, so... I don't know him. Yeah. Does he have fights in the UFC? Yeah. I do not know. I'm trying to look him up now. We should i wish I'd done this before. <laughs> well, Nate, he's great. He's aggressive.
0: He's like one of those fighters that's real mean when he's in the octagon. And then mm-hmm. I just remember, you know, he fought Darren Elkins. He was talking all that shit afterwards. So he's an exciting fighter. Overall, very, very soft card, though.
2: Yeah. by the guy he's fighting, Nudvoit Klein. He's known as Mr. Highlight. He's 17-3. His last fight was on the UFC. He lost to Michael Trinizano. And before that, he also fought. He fought, uh, got a win over Shane Young. So these are actually okay. fights that happened on the undercard of some the UFC. So it was just those two fights. So this will be his third fight in the UFC. So probably evenly matched. See what happens with Nate. Now, before we get on to our next subject today, which I want to talk about. You know, we're talking about fights maybe we went under the radar. I want to talk about dream fights we never got today. But before we get to that, let's talk a little bit about Fury Wilder. Because we don't talk a ton of boxing. We talked a little bit about this fight last week. And we were excited. I think we are both hoping that Wilder pulled this off. Because it would have been a great story to have another fight with these guys too. And we almost got it. Despite the fact it's interesting. It was one of those fights where I thought Fury clearly came out the better boxer. But at the same time. Wilder just is like an animal. Like, he just had great chin. You know, he took a lot of punches before he finally got finished. And those hands, like, he knocked down Fury twice. And what a chin by Fury. They get back up, too, and come back. And then there were so many rounds. We thought, oh, this can't go past this round. This can't go past this round. And it went almost a distance. It went to round 11 before Fury finally finished him. So awesome fight. I guess my question is, two questions. One, where do we see Fury go next? And two, and I guess maybe two and three, where does Wilder go next? And is Wilder the best heavyweight in the world right now, not Tyson Fury? Oh, it's tough. I think, yes, Wilder is the second best heavyweight
0: in the world. It's just a bad stylistic matchup with Mm -hmm. Tyson because Tyson has a great chin, obviously. He has the ability to get knocked down, get back up and dominate which he's shown multiple times now and I think that he's not someone that can be bullied because he's so big Tyson so I think Wilder has a better shot against the likes of like Usyk or Ruiz or or an AJ I don't think that Wilder's stock necessarily went down with this fight No, Uh, he, he showed some that he made improvements he came out early and he was doing that like jab to Tyson's belly. Right. And it seemed effectively, you know, he was keeping the distance, which the distance is like, he was keeping the range at which he could hurt Fury, you know, Mm -hmm. He, he needs a certain distance to hurt him. But then, you know, once he started getting hit and started getting tired, you could see that that little bit of extra weight that he was carrying was was wearing on his legs. And he was, you know, barely staying on his feet for a Many rounds, like you said, we thought it was going to be finished a few times. But Wilder showed his heart, you know, his his you know quote unquote warrior spirit, if you want to call it that. I was very impressed. You know, hopefully he doesn't get too down on himself and this doesn't derail his career or something, because I know he doesn't seem to handle losses very well. So uh, hopefully he can get back in the win column on his next fight.
2: Yeah, he uh, he did come out with a statement today, and he was did change his tone a bit. And, you know, originally not fun to shake Fury's hand. then he actually thanked Tyson Fury today and, you know, congratulated him. So maybe, you know, time to settle down, ultimate competitor, not used to losing yet. Maybe, you know, this will be a chance for him to kind of grow a little bit. Mm-hmm. And take, maybe take that MMA approach, you know, like one loss, two losses doesn't have to define your career. I know it's boxing, but there's still a lot of big marquee fights for this guy. And if you're going to continue to improve, especially with that punching power, like, you know, like, you're going to be a force. I, I'd i like to see him. Uh, who was that guy that upset, not most recently, but before he lost? Andy revenge. Ruiz. Andy Ruiz. I'd like to see Andy Ruiz and Wilder go at it. Me too. I, I think like that'd be a very good fight. Yeah. You know, neither one of them have titles right now. Both can hit hard. And let's just see what happens with that. And then Joshua and Usyk are obviously going to fight. And, you know, unless something changes and then let's see if i imagine Fleury would get the winner of that unless he wants to take a tune-up fight before that
0: i uh, heard somewhere that he was looking dillian white is has a fight coming up soon if he wins that fight fury wants to fight him i guess
2: oh yeah he's one of the top rank mandatory contenders yeah think, he's like too.
0: in the yeah one of those you know he's like a top five heavyweight
2: so yeah that'd awesome. be a good fight Heavyweight boxing's kind of exciting, you know, we get these matchups. If we can get a couple of matches like this every year, you know, maybe get two, three fights like this a year, like, I'm, I'm down for it, you know.
0: I'm kind of hoping, I would like to see Fury and Usyk fight. I think Fury probably dominates that just because he's so much bigger. But the, like, technical skill of both guys would be, at that size, would be so great to watch. And then I'd like to see AJ and Wilder fight. You know, I like to see AJ come in big and they just slug it out, you know.
2: There was something just, I don't know what you would call it, too. There was something about that fight over the weekend. It just had that vibe. You just felt like you were fighting this big fight. I know your wife was not too crazy about the punches to the head. She wasn't too used to seeing that. But Mm -hmm. it's a combat sport. It's different. So, like you were saying, too, in a way, it's a little more brutal than MMA, even though you can only get finished. You know, essentially on your feet, you're just going to take a lot more shots to the head because it is the only way you can get finished.
0: Exactly. You accrue more damage in boxing just due to the fact that they give you that 10 seconds to try to correct yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, and you just get up and take more damage usually. So in in MMA, when they put you on the ground, usually the fight gets finished before you take, you know, you take Uh. one or two more shots and the fight's done, you know, to live to fight another day so that's probably better for the fighters in the long run
2: now i want to talk about potential dream matchups that we never got today this was a thing brett Akamoto had posted on his instagram and i don't know if it was originally an espn article or not but first one that people had he had up here was habib and tony i think that's a pretty unanimous one that's one we all wish we wanted i guess the only thing is i feel like we've kind of watched the fall of tony recently and, like, Tony has to kind of, like, have a redemption story. Because right now, I don't feel like I want that mashup necessarily right now. But, boy, I did want it really bad at one point.
0: He's taken some bad damage in his last few fights, though, too. So, if you think about, like, back to, look say, like, Tony before the Pettis fight. Right. Like, that Tony... You know, when he had won, was in like nine or ten fights right. in a row or more. I don't even remember what it was. But just stylistically, his ability to fight off his back against Khabib's, you know, pressure, you know, top fighting. It was a matchup made in heaven, which, you know, they tried to make four or five times, I think. And unfortunately for the fans, wasn't meant to be.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna throw a couple other fights out here that Brent did have. I would like to see Habib versus Usman. I know that's a fight that's never happened, but I think that's turned into a fight to me that would have been fun. Also, Habib and GSP would have been another one. Mm-hmm. And actually, we almost got this fight too. Max Holloway and Habib. I think. It Very awesome. close. We almost had it. Yeah,
0: that's when Max had his like fo- brain fog, you yeah. know, scare, which we never found out what that was or what happened, but. Thank goodness it just went away,
2: and yeah. the play never returns. So yeah, He's put on some amazing performances since then, too. Yeah. Another fight Brett has here, which I thought was interesting, Conor McGregor-Jose Aldo too. And I get that. I don't know if the world is clamoring for it, but I think it's an interesting fight that took place again because I don't think there's no way it happens the same way, you know, like that again. That was a magical night for Conor. Really propelled his career. It was already was taken off but that put him into the stratosphere of megastar mm-hmm. and it's an interesting fight but i don't know i guess to me this one just because the way it ended i'm not necessarily clamoring for it like i don't call it a dream match we never got but it would be a fight that i would have been interested in now i'd love to see it i feel like now it would be very interesting if they matched up again Conor would never make it down to 145. Oh, no, 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 yeah. And Aldo's actually looks at home at Bantam right now. hmm So, yeah. So, I can see why he has this on that never will again because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see it happening. Um, There's a reason why that fight
0: never, you know, Connor said, oh, I'll give you your shot, you know, immediately after in the cage, but. We all know why that fight didn't happen again. So, yeah,
2: I'd like to see, and again, because I think he'd go up to lightweight. But I think right now he'd smoke him, Max and Connor. So just ring max oh, thing yeah. up again. Yeah, that's a fight that Connor won years ago, but Max's. I mean, both these guys are at different places right now. Like Connor's not looking like the old Connor, and Max is looking better than ever right now. Right.
0: Yeah, he Max probably beats the brakes off Connor for just beats him around the ring for five minutes. I mean, Connor has the. You know, magic power or whatever, but Max doesn't get finished. So
2: no, does not. Like
0: you said, he's never looked better than he looks now. So oh no, even at lightweight, if they you know they did that fight at lightweight, still say Max beats him around the ring.
2: No, I mean. I think we still have the best of Max Holloway for come right now, the way it's looking. I could see Max getting that featherweight belt back, and I could see him being a double champ at some point, too. Like, he's got the skills to beat everybody in those 145 and 155 weight divisions. I do feel like if he goes up, because we
0: saw him against against Poirier, um, obviously Poirier right now might be the best lightweight. So that's a tough first ask to move up to that weight class, but I'd like to see Max, like, actually put some muscle on for it. Yeah. I know that he walks around pretty big, but I'd like to see him put like some muscle on to cuz he couldn't hurt Poirier with any of his punches basically. So
2: No, no, no. You know,
0: and he, he doesn't have knockout power per se in the featherweight division, but he usually finishes with volume, but I think when he's fighting those bigger guys, he might need to put some some more weight on.
2: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he's definitely He's a machine, and that was his first fight at Lightweight, too, mm-hmm. when he took that, so we'll see if that ever I, I have a feeling we're going to see some Lightweight f- fights in Max Holloway's career still. I hope so. Now, another fight he's got listed here, Amanda Nunes versus Cyborg 2. I get that, because that first fight was a slugfest, all for the minute and a half or whatever it was in that first round, but, you know, Nunes basically got the better of her, but it's one of those fights where... You never know if a Cyborg could have unloaded first. I'm going to just put a little different spin on this. I'd like to see, as we talked about earlier, like Kayla Harrison maybe versus Cyborg or Kayla Harrison versus Amanda Nunes. And maybe it'd be cool if all three of them were actually in the same organization. Yeah. <coughs> um, I don't know who the best is out of all those three right now. I could be Kayla Harrison.
0: I'm going with Nunes. I think just yeah. well-rounded. She's just the most well-rounded. She has the. Oh, I agree with that. The confidence and the she's powerful. I just think she's the best. I mean, Kayla at some point could, but it's hard to t- really gauge her skills with who she's oh. fighting. Unfortunately.
2: <coughs> um, well, that's the best. Sorry guys. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if if she came over to the UFC and dominated some UFC girls like she is in the PFL,
2: you know, then we would know where she's at. Yeah, I mean, she's a big girl with an uh, Olympic pedigree. So it's definitely going to be interesting to stop and see if people can stop her. She did have that interview, I think, at PFL. She's like, here's a the spoiler. There's no game plan. I'm going to put you down, and then I'm going to beat you. And so she's got the confidence. Uh, she's got the swag. Yeah, she's great. Uh, yeah. So I, I hope she gets to the UFC. I think the missing ingredient here is I don't think Cyborg is coming back to the UFC. I think she'll finish no. out her career probably in Bellator or somewhere. And, you know, but... It'd be interesting if we did have, like, three really great, you know, athletic, bigger, stronger women all in the same organization. Now, here's an old school, a little more of an old school fight that never was. Fedor and Almanenko versus Brock Lesnar. You know what's funny about this fight, though? Even though I don't look at it from a pure skill fight, it's a fight I'd want to see now. If, like, Bellator was able to put this together, like, this would be a fun fight, and it would make some money for some people. Oh, yeah, it'd be Mm. a huge fight. Yeah. I'd watch that for sure. Oh sure, even uh, now, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know Fedor is going to have his last fight coming up, but yeah, this would definitely be interesting. And I think skill level wise, I mean, I don't know, like you know, Brock. You know, assuming he's not on steroids or anything, I don't know. I don't know if Fedor's not on steroids at this point, honestly, either. But it's Bellator; they can be on one of. Right. Yeah. So I mean, just let's just say that playing field's even. All right, they're both either doing whatever drugs they're doing, or everybody's clean. That's the fight, like, you know, I would say, skill-wise, like, I could see Brock putting him on his ass, but I could see Fedor slipping out, maybe getting a submission on him. Fedor's probably got the better technique on the hands, but Brock's definitely got some fucking ham hocks for hands, too. So, I don't know. Who would you pick in this fight? Who would you favor right now? Fedor. Fedor, because the experience? A little more active, I should say.
0: Active, experience, Mm stand-up, skill. I mean, it's not, obviously, unheard of that. I'm not saying Brock doesn't have a shot, but oh, no. I
2: definitely put my money on Fedor. Yeah, I mean, you look at the Mark Hunt fight. I mean, you can say that you will, but I think I know Mark would probably disagree. And I don't know, I don't want to say what I kind of said, but that's still Brock's pedigree, that's his wrestling background to be able to hold somebody down. I think the difference with Fedor is than to, to Mark is that Fedor is a little better on the ground,
0: right? Mark is well, a, a lot better sir. Yeah, right, right.
2: So, but it'd be an interesting fight. Now, uh, the last one on Brett's list. He's got GSP and Anderson Silva. That's got on everyone's list. Yeah, at one point, this had to be the fight of fights to make. It never happened. Uh, It'd be a fun fight now. It'd be another fight that would be fun right now. I'd like to see these two almost do a boxing match, too. I'd
0: be into that, too, yeah. I I favor Anderson heavily in a boxing match. Sure. But, but yeah, in an MMA fight, I'd still like to watch him do it, too.
2: Yeah, I think you got to favor Pierre and... uh, in the MMA fight, I would say the only difference would be the factor would be like weight class. I think Saint Pierre gets it done, obviously at welterweight. I don't well, Anderson can't make welterweight, but I think middleweight too. Saint Pierre would probably be able to outlast him cardio. I
1: right, he'd be Bisping.
2: Saint- right,
1: so, so I don't think Saint Pierre could.
2: I don't think Saint Pierre could make like a light heavyweight though. I think nah, he'd be right. a little yeah. He his gut was all messed up from going up to middleweight. So right,
0: yeah, right, so. but.
2: Yeah, I think this fight would have to be MMA middleweight right now, and or it'd be fun to see like at a boxing match in yeah. a similar weight class. I think the so, boxing one would actually be more fun.
0: Yeah, they probably make more money that way right. too. So
2: sure,
0: actually, those were all the fights I had on my list. The only one that Brett didn't have would be the Sakuraba versus hickson Gracie. Because mm. Sakuraba is the Gracie killer. He right. didn't fight, you know. Arguably, the greatest Gracie in in Hixon. That's a fight I w- I would like to see back in the day.
2: Hmm. Yeah, you know, it's funny. As far as like dream fights, we still could see them, but with everything going on right now with John Jones and his legacy right now, like I'm not saying they're gonna cut him because they haven't done it yet. But you know, his gym recently, you know, kind of been out in the public that they don't want him there right now, and I feel like this is as close we've ever seen of John actually maybe getting, <laughs> I feel like, I'm not saying it's happened, but I feel like this is as close as we've gotten to this. Right. But I would, you know, even though like I didn't really like John, I would be definitely a little upset if we never got that fight with him and Francis, or you know, even the fight without Asanya would have been interesting. I think without Asanya, I guess John's size would have played a factor. His in, wrestling you know, skills. Wrestling, yeah. Tough. But I think Francis would have been a whole different animal, <laughs> you know, that power. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's not impossible, but that fight does seem to be slipping away from us.
2: Yeah, time. yeah. So we'll see what happens. Francis against Sarah Gun, and I know that's his next fight coming up. And yeah, I think you know that'll be it for today for dream matches. You know, what? get at us, guys. If you got any dream fights that never were that you thought maybe Brett missed or you know we didn't talk about then uh hit us up always fun to think about potential dream matches that could have been that note anything else we're missing today Chad?
0: i don't think so check hit me with? out on check me out on twitch chevrooney on twitch and for the rest of the month of october we got coming up on the 23rd we have our ufc fight night preview for 196 that's the costa Vitori card so yeah finally we've had a little bit of a dry spell uh of ufc cards so we're gonna get a good card that time so hmm. and then after that we're gonna have the huge card very excited for the ufc 267 preview we're gonna come out with that'll be on october 30th
2: well, i will say too one thing we didn't talk about this weekend in fact saturday as well bellator does have a card up too yeah
0: who's the uh... that's
2: Nemkov versus a guy named angelicus that's in the grand prix and uh, the other matchup is I think I talked about this on another show is Ryan Bader and Cory Anderson, so mm-hmm. I'm thinking Nemkov is the uh, dark horse for that Grand Prix yeah, I mean he's the he's the champ right now anyway, right? so I mean
0: yeah, yeah, he's uh, the champ, but I, I don't know if name wise he's the favorite.
2: is that the Grand Prix? Actually, this is saying Ryan Bader and Cory Anderson's at heavyweight right now.
0: Oh, so, is it? I thought. Uh, uh, I thought. Oh that, no! This is was, this is light
2: heavyweight. Or yeah, it should this,
0: be a light heavyweight. Yeah, heavyweight
2: it was written poorly. Okay.
0: Yeah.
2: So I think. So uh, we might have asked this on an episode, but do you think it's it done, Anderson or Bader? I I'm
0: going back and forth. I'm thinking that they're that their wrestling might nullify each other. So I'm I'm now leaning towards Corey. Mm-hmm. Better striker. Yeah, I, I'm thinking it's going to be a decision no matter
2: what. So uh,
0: I think it'll be a close fight.
2: So Nimkov, Anderson, and one last prediction: Benson, Anderson, and Brent Primus.
0: I'm going with Brett. He's super high quality fighter, and unfortunately, Bendo seems to be a bit over the hill, and Bellator has not been kind to him.
2: No, no, no. I would agree. Yeah, some of his best fights do seem to be behind him right now. And then following weekend, Bellator will have Fedor's last fight too. So we'll see it's how that. Happens. Tim
0: Johnson, right?
2: Yes, it is. Tim Jones. In Russia. Yes. Good luck, Tim. Good luck, Tim. (laughs) But there, on that note, we bid you fight fans adieu. Thanks for joining us.